This call may be recorded or transcribed. Giving hope, walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven.
Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victor. This is Robin and the Finisher who's on the line. Good morning. I'm Tuesday. My name is Good morning to you. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy trying for Tuesday. Same for you. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, (laughs) Trina. (laughs) Good morning, good morning. It's Crush Shonda. I'm just using my voice for the first time. I didn't realize it was so croaky. God bless you. God bless you, Krishanda. Good morning to you. Happy Triumph Tuesday. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> Glory to God. Good, Good morning, everybody. Lisa. Sister Lisa, happy Tuesday. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey. <laughs> Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Triumph Tuesday. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Good morning, it's Sister Sabrina. How you doing? Good. Happy Tuesday. Declare victory. God bless you, and I love you, and I need a prayer request for me and my children, please. Good morning, Sister Sabrina. Okay, I go ahead. I need to learn how to put the, uh, I just need a prayer for me. You need my names of my children and grandchildren? Um... It's probably hard for me to pronounce this. So let me, I just put your grandchildren, your children and grandchildren. Yes. The names is real easy. But you might not have time. Go ahead. Bobby Bobby and Miracle. Bobby and Miracle. Yeah, they're my children. I got three grandchildren. Amari. Araya. And Alea. Yeah, see that? See that? <laughs> I got to learn how to go online. I'm working on it uh, just for the day. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Any Pacific? Uh, just pray um, that, you know, there'd be peace and stuff. Um, they're going back to school for all the children. They're going back to school and stuff like that. Thank you. I okay. appreciate you. You're welcome. Good morning, JC. Happy Tuesday. Good morning, JC. Happy Triumph Tuesday. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I believe there was a brother who was trying to say good morning. You want to go ahead and speak? Good morning. It was Brother Michael. Happy Tuesday. Brother Michael, happy Triumph Tuesday to you. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. You're good welcome. morning. Good morning, Cherie. Name's Diane. Happy Tuesday. Good morning, Diane. Happy Triumphant Tuesday to you. Thank you. Hi, this is Susie again. Um, um, please keep me in prayer and also uh, my brother. Okay, got it. 
Good morning, Good morning, everyone. Sister Stephanie, just saying happy good morning. Sister Stephanie, good morning to you. Happy Triumph Tuesday. Good morning. Happy Lord Barb. God bless everyone this Tuesday morning. Have a great day. Happy Lord Barb, good morning to you. You have a great day as well. Any first-time callers want to say good morning? Good morning, Miss Leomia. Happy Tuesday. Good morning, Mom. Good morning to you. Happy Triumph Tuesday. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, good anyone morning. else? Good morning, Tarina. This is Moxie. Happy Triumph Tuesday, everybody. Good morning, Moxie. Happy Triumph Tuesday. Good morning. This is Patience. Happy Patience. Tuesday to everyone. Just a little prayer for me. Um, they want to put a stick in my heart. They want to do it again. It'll be the second one. Just a little prayer. But happy Tuesday, everybody. Happy Triumph Tuesday to you. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and get started this morning. Tarina, Tarina, I'm sorry. I know I should know better, but could you just add me on there, too? I haven't been to the world these past few days. Okay, Moxie? Yeah, please. Thank you. And you just my want to generate... No, Moxie. I haven't been to like to eat my stomach. Okay. They told me I had an infection in my stomach, so just, just do it. Okay, it's for your stomach, because I can barely hear you. So it's, it's your stomach? Yeah, my stomach. Yeah. Okay. I have an infection okay. in my stomach. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and get started here. Wait a minute, please. Okay, let me see here. All right, I need everyone to please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Again, hello, my name is Tarina the Finisher, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are prayer card and meet Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip in your walk with Christ. Make sure you call in during the month of July where our monthly theme is entitled Purpose. Each declare will focus on understanding that God created each of us for his specific purpose and what benefits and power we have access to as a result of living our God-ordained purpose. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today. TNT Bible study is tonight. Prayer begins at 5.30 p.m. sharp, and Bible study will go from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You don't want to miss the teaching from Pastor LaBelle Jones. It would def- definitely enrich your spirit. There, I have two prayer requests submitted by the app, by online. So the first one is from Gigi Caruth. Hello, blessings all. I wanted to reach out for my dad, Leon. 
he recently received a poor diagnosis in regards to his health, just praying for strength and God to heal his body, heart, mind, and spirit, to give him the strength to fight this battle and give it to God. Also, she wants prayers for herself, Gigi, to be able to help him in his time of need. Thank you so much. The second one submitted online, and it's from Prosperous Pam. Please pray for my childhood friend, Tira, for complete healing of her back. In Jesus' name, amen. God is able. Now, here is the spoken prayer request. The first one from Sister Sabrina, praying for her children, Bobby and Miracle, and her three grandchildren for peace. They are going back to school. The next one is from Susie, praying for her and her brother. The next one is from Patrice. Uh, patience, I'm sorry, patience. Um, praying for her heart, complete heart. I believe they're going to put a stick, a, a stick in her heart. Uh, the next, the last one is from Moxie, praying healing for her stomach. The order of the call is prayer and call member. Also, member, please submit your prayer request through online. If you need help, reach out. Thank you so much. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise, Geraldine. Declaration, Sabrina. Then we go right to close the comments, hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, Geraldine. Declaration, Sabrina. Then we go right to close the comments, hosted by Declare. The scripture for today is Psalms 138.8. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Your mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the works of your hands. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we actually put your phones to mute until the church come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer word, Jardine, and we want to have, have a blessed day. Jesus loves you, and so do I. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Thank you, Karina, uh, for always uh, greeting with purpose. Thank you on this morning. We have a long list on this morning. And so each and every one of you all that are on the call and in the declare room, as they call, say the halls of victory, the day is a very special day. For it is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And we do it on purpose. God empower us to make the spiritual and personal transformation, to prepare to walk in our callings, and to move forward in what we are ready to do. Father, fill us on today with confidence based in who you are and help us to trust you with the outcome so we can have courage to step out into what you are calling us to do. Today we are launching in the deep in prayer. Our list again is long. 
So if I call the name out wrong, please forgive me. Philippians 4, 5, and 7 says, The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be known unto God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all of our understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. Shall we go into prayer? If you would, wherever you are on today, if you're able to do it, I'm asking you because our list is so long and, and we have some serious um, requests on this morning. Can you just bow your head, bow your knees on this morning if you're able? But Heavenly Father, we come to you. We first come in repentance. We repent from anything we may have said or done. Father, we thank you for it is your doing and you are great. We thank you on this morning that you have woke us up this morning, starting us on our way, Father God. I thank you on today. We're asking for peace to uh, surpass our understanding for Bobby and Miracle on today. For the grandchildren, we need your peace. Father, for this nation, we need your peace on today, God. As never before, Heavenly Father, we need a word from you on today. We need a touch from you on today, Heavenly Father. Father, I'm praying on today for Sister Susie and her brother. Father, we know that you are a healer. You are Jehovah Rapha. You said ask anything and you would do it. In the name of Jesus, we're praying for patience. Father, I know that you are heart sick and a mind regulator. So as the doctors are uh, placing the stint in her heart, we're praying for the very chambers of her heart. We're praying for the valve. We're praying for the blood on today, the arteries, the muscles, Father God, as it pumps the blood in and out of the body on today. God, we give you praise, hallelujah, and we are knowing that the report of the Lord is who we will believe. Hallelujah, because without you, there is nothing we can do. Hallelujah, on this morning, I'm praying for our sister Moxie. I'm praying for her stomach on today. And uh, sister Moxie, put your hands on your stomach as we are praying. Father, I'm praying every bit of that infection that is in her body. I'm praying that you would uh, dry it up in the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you for being our ultimate healer. Father God, we thank you right now from the crown of our head to the soles of our feet, God. Uh, we're asking for a miracle on today. We know that it could be done. And we're praying for Sister Gigi. We're praying for uh, her uh, dad. Father God, Brother Leon, on this morning, we know, we believe the report of the Lord. That's the report that we are going to believe. Uh, nothing else and no other help that we know on today. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. And we're praying for our prosperous Pam friend on this morning. We know that it, uh, a friend is one that sticks closer than any brother. And so on today, as we have surrendered these names of Oh, God, and as we lay hands on it, and as the oil is being poured today, Heavenly Father, 
We thank you on today. God, I give you praise on today. We thank you, God. I'm asking you on today to do the only that you can do. No other power that we know. So we're calling out on you, God. Someone is in trouble on today. Somebody woke up this morning, not even in their right mind, but God, I thank you for the mind of Christ. We thank you for this month, uh, and we pray on purpose, hallelujah. You said we can pull down, uh, and we can ask anything, and you would do it. Uh, we thank you it is the effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous that availeth much, God. Uh, we thank you right now. Uh, have your way, God, uh, that you might get the glory, not our will, but thy will be done. Uh, and we place it here at your feet, oh God. Uh, every name, God, uh, every request, God, uh, those that were spoken and unspoken on today. Huh? So I'm asking you, prayer warriors, uh, all over the room, huh? on this morning, cry out for your families. Uh, call out your children's name. Huh? Father God, we're praying for those that are homeless and hopeless. Uh, if you would remove your phones on this morning, take them off of mute on today, huh? and let's begin to call out in unison on today, oh God. Huh? We thank you right I now for every voice huh? that is Thank you, God. Thank you, God. 
heavyweight on today. Okay. Amen. 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 And amen. Good morning, Declare Victory. Before we get started, I'm going to ask you to do me the grand favor. Um, first, can, can you guys hear me? If just one person could confirm that I am not talking to myself right now. That would be so You're awesome. not talking to yourself, woman of God. Thank you very much. Now, the second favor I'm going to ask you to do is if everybody could just look down and make sure that your phone is off mute. That's right. Check it, double check it, triple check it. We want to make sure that we protect the continuity of the call, and we want to make sure that we help me from getting distracted. I'm one of those nosy people. If I hear half the conversation, I need to hear the other half. So to keep me out your business, please make sure your phone is on mute. With that being said, I want to thank Tarina for greeting us this morning. I felt welcome the moment I entered the room, and I want to thank Mother Geraldine for ushering us before the throne of grace this morning. I was sitting here soaking in the prayer and thought to myself, she didn't just wake up at about 5.30. That's one of those prayers when you've been tossing and turning all night long, calling on the name of Jesus. So thank you, Mom, for covering us. And thank you, Declare Victory, for even this space to be with you all this morning. If the sound of my voice and this capacity this morning is a shock to you, please don't feel bad. Truth be told, I'm just as surprised by it as you are. To those of you who may be newer to the call, I am Sabrina, affectionately known as Bree Bree. I am the youngest of the original graces and the one least likely to be heard talking on the call. And it is for that reason and that reason alone, that I am honored and humbled to share space with you this morning. Over the course of the last month, over the course of this month, we have heard from amazing, life-changing shares on discovering our purpose, the purpose of our purpose, and the role purpose plays in shaping our predestined lives. Coming in at the end of the month, it is my sincere hope that I have found just a little bit of meat left on the bone to share with you all in a way that you will find both meaningful and impactful. So for the purpose of our time together this morning, I'd like to talk to you guys about the hindsight of purpose. Hindsight. Hindsight is always 2020. It's real easy to look in the review mirror and say shoulda, coulda, woulda. So today, I wanna focus the skill, the hindsight on purpose, the hindsight of purpose. Purpose is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. I know you guys have heard the definition probably every day this month, but I would be remiss if I was the one that broke the chain and didn't give you the definition. The purpose, the definition of purpose is the reason for which something is done, the reason for which something is created, or the reason for which something exists. Okay. How many times have you planned or gotten swept up in an impulse buy 
or made an extravagant purchase only later to regret the decision. If you've been there and done that before, that phenomenon is called buyer's remorse. You buy something, you get home, and you're like, ugh, I shouldn't have done that. That's called having buyer's remorse. Now, I realize everyone might not be as vulnerable as I am to whimsical shopping. So let's try another one. Have you ever experienced a time when in the heat of the moment, you said things you wish you could take back, whether it was due to the harshness of the delivery, the impact it had on the person you were talking to, or simply the realization that you had spoken out of turn. I'm sure as I say this, there's a flood in your memory right now as you sit back and reflect. In all sincerity, you can honestly say if you could do anything to roll back the hands of time, you would do it just so you could take that thing you said back. If those two didn't knock on your front door, maybe this one will. Maybe you're like me, and you can look over your dating and relationship history some years later and wonder how in the world could I have ever And Lord Jesus, I mean ever gone out with that person. Yep, I know I'm not alone. And heaven help if you married the person and reproduced them. I promise you, I'm not being shady at all. My point is, we've all been there. Do you sometimes today even, right now in present time, look at your calendar with sadness and regret? Because by saying yes to the things you know you should say no to, you've actually booked yourself in and there's no time in the day left for you. I promise I'm not going to use y'all as my own therapy session. But trust me, I've been there too. If you're like me and you saw yourself in any of these scenarios, I don't want you to feel bad this morning. I mean, who hasn't said something they wish they could take back? Or who hasn't made a decision only to later wish that they had done something different. Living with the feeling and realization that you made the wrong decision is extremely difficult. It's even worse when you have critics that don't let you forget just how bad you messed up. That one time when you went to that company, you left a stable job and went to another job, and like within six months that job went belly up, or when you bet on a losing stock, or when you chose to date a person everybody knew was crazy but you? This morning, as we sit in the tension of this moment, don't come off mute, but how many of us are willing to admit the critic in question, the one that won't let you forget every time you messed up real big, is actually you? For some of us, the reality is the origins of our shoulda, coulda, and I wish I woulda narratives started decades ago. And I'll pause for a dramatic effect to let that sink in. For some of us, we have been living in a shoulda, coulda, and I wish I woulda state of mind for decades. And since I've already got you in this chokehold of a vulnerable moment, we might as well go a little bit deeper. The therapist in me is begging to know how long Has your inner critic been berating you for decisions you made years ago? 
and you can't change now? How long? How long has your inner critic held you hostage and caused you unnecessary emotional pain that made it hard for the people doing life with you? Regret is one of the stickiest places in our psyche. Research has shown that memory can alter our perceptions and feelings towards parts of our past, and that sometimes we remember things as better than they were, and other times we remember things as worse than they were. Research has also shown that how an event ends actually influences the significance and emotion we attach to it, which is why people can be in trash relationships. And if it ends on a somewhat high note, they'll downplay how bad the relationship actually was. Or if you went to a restaurant that was subpar at best, but they came out with a free dessert at the end that knocked your socks off, you might say that restaurant was pretty okay and go back. How an event ends influences the significance and the emotion we attach to it. Truth of the matter is, even difficult or negative experiences can hold positive value if they lead to a meaningful outcome or consequence. I'll say that again. Even difficult or negative experiences can hold positive value if they lead to a meaningful outcome or consequence. For example, you lose a job, but then you end up getting a better one. You end one romantic relationship and end up finding a better relationship. Nelson Mandela said it like this, I never lose. Either I win or I learn. As we sit with reality that sometimes it can feel as though you're losing and life won't allow you a do-over, I want to take a moment to turn our attention towards scripture. In the 11th chapter of John, we gain insight into the friendship of the siblings that Mary, Martha, and Lazarus and their friend Jesus. I know that I'm talking to vacation Bible school graduates and scholars, but for the sake of any new callers, I want to just identify that the story goes on to chronicle the saga of Lazarus becoming ill, his sisters calling for Jesus to come, and as they presume, help on arrival. Jesus failing to respond timely, and as a result, Lazarus subsequently dies. Now, in the hindsight of it all, we become privy to the fact that Jesus already knew Lazarus was sick and needed healing before the news even reached him, right? Did you get that? We can't sleep on that part. Jesus already knew Lazarus was sick before his sister sounded the alarm. Not only did, Jesus, did, not only did Lazarus' circumstance not catch Jesus by surprise, before he even made his way to Mary, Martha, and dead Lazarus, Jesus had already proclaimed how the story was ending. Jesus assured his disciples that this sickness would not have death as a final result. However, it was being permitted. Say that again. Jesus assured the disciples that the sickness that took hold of Lazarus would not have death as a final result. However, it was being permitted. God was permitting it for two reasons. 
He permitted Lazarus to fall sick for two reasons, for the furtherance and accomplishment of his will and for his glorification and the glorification of his son, Jesus the Christ. Now reach over and shake your neighbor hard enough to shift their hair bonnet and do-rag and ask them, what's currently being permitted in my own life for God to get the glory or my attention? All right, back to the story. Jesus' delay in going to Bethany definitely puzzled his friends, especially since he obviously allowed it to end in death. However, through the ordeal, the distressed sisters, Mary and Martha, were able to learn that there are times in life when God's delays are not denials. Is that a lesson that you need to learn on today? Delays are not denials. Here's another Selah moment for us to sit in. Unrelieved suffering is sometimes necessary to perfect character. Unrelieved suffering, nobody's coming to rescue you, is sometimes necessary to perfect our character. Hebrews 5 and 8 said Jesus himself learned obedience through the things he suffered. Mary and Martha had banked on the fact that Jesus would show up simply because he loved them. They had to learn that he was not neglecting them, but that his purpose in delaying was one of godly love. It was probably emotionally painful for Jesus to let this play out, knowing that it would cause Mary and Martha grief. But he wanted to reveal to them and to us that despite our inclination to help or be helped when we're going through, we must be guided God's spirit to prioritize his glory during our hard times and during our spiritual warfare rather than being moved to gratify our feelings and our flesh. We must, even during hard times in spiritual warfare, be moved to prioritize God's glory rather than moved to gratify our feelings and our flesh. Now, if you're tracking along with me, we're still talking about the hindsight of purpose. There are three common types of sight. There's insight, there's foresight, and there's hindsight. Insight is the ability to interpret and respond to the present. Foresight is the ability to protect, to, the ability to predict and prepare for the future. I'll say that again. Foresight is the ability to predict and prepare for the future. And then there's hindsight. Hindsight is the ability to understand after something has happened what should have been done or what caused the event. In other words, hindsight is the ability to learn from the past. Now, I know my share this morning is entitled Hindsight of Purpose, but if I were to be honest with you all, my Favorite sight is foresight. It's my absolute favorite because it gives us the ability to take what we learn from hindsight and use it and see things as they're coming down the road and either bob, weave, get out of the way, or strategize as to how to best engage upon arrival. The purpose of hindsight, again, is to help us make better future decisions. Right, which is why we can't sit in regret 
about things that we cannot change. You, Nelson Mandela, and me, we don't lose. Either we win or we learn. Hindsight is helping us. If we use hindsight correctly, it helps us make better decisions in the future. Now, here's the problem. If we're sitting making the same mistakes over and over and over again, it means one of two things. One, we haven't learned. Or two, we have just met the definition of insanity. But I digress. Psalms 119, 71 and 72 in the Message Bible says, my troubles turned out all for the best. They forced me to learn from your textbook. Truth from your mouth means more to me than striking it rich in a gold mine. The King James Version says it like this. It is good for me that I've been afflicted, that I might learn thy statues. The law of thy mouth is better unto me than thousands of gold and silver. Are you all ready for another Selah moment? Here it is. Life is a series of problem-solving opportunities. The problems we face will either defeat us or develop us. The deciding factor is simply how we respond to them. Unfortunately, most people, myself included, when we're going through, fail to see how God wants to use our problems to affect good in our lives. I'll say that again. Most people, and I'm including myself, fail to see how God wants to use our problems to affect good in our lives. And because of that, we react foolishly and resent the problems rather than pausing to consider what benefit they might be bringing. So before I get out of here and give you your morning back, I'm going to leave you with five ways God uses the problems in our lives. Way number one. God uses problems to direct us. Sometimes God must light a fire under us to get us moving. Problems often point us in a new direction and motivate us to change. Here's a question. Is God currently trying to get your attention through the presence of a problem? I'll ask again just in case you're trying to ignore the fact that I'm talking directly to you. Is God currently trying to use a problem? To get your attention, Proverbs, the 20th chapter in the, 20th, in the 30th verse says, sometimes it takes a painful situation to make us change our ways. That's the good news translation. God uses problems to direct us. The next way God uses problems, God uses problems in our lives to inspect us. We've heard it said before countless times that people are like tea bags. And if you want to know what's inside of them, just drop them in some hot water, right? And so here's my question. Has God ever tested your faith with a problem, right? And I'm sure many of you can say, yes, absolutely. I've been there. You're preaching to the choir. Well, here's your next say moment. And this one has been crafted just for you. If God has used your faith, God has used a problem to test your faith, what has your problems revealed about you? We'll just let that sit in in a moment. If God has actually used a problem to test your faith, what has your problems revealed about you? What are they currently revealing about you? James, the first chapter, second through the third verse says, 
Consider it a sheer gift when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. Know that under pressure, your faith life is forced out into the open, and it shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. I'll say it again. James 1, verses 2 and 3 reminds us to consider it a gift when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. Know that under pressure, your face life is forced out into the open, and it shows its true colors, not the colors of the problem. It shows the colors of your face life. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. You cheat yourself when you do that. Let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed and not deficient in any way. Now, the first part of that verse struck me. It said, consider it a gift. Count it all joy, right? I don't know the last time somebody gave me a gift, and I sincerely said, why me? I might have said it, but I promise you, as I was opening it, I didn't mean the why me. I, I was gladly receiving it. But if I'm honest, it takes a lot of work to gladly receive problems, let alone to consider them a gift. The third way that God uses problems in our lives, God uses problems to correct us. Some lessons we only learn through pain and failure. I'll say that again for the people in the back, still wondering, God, why me? Some lessons we only learn through pain and failure. It's like when as a child, our parents told us not to touch the hot stove. Chances are you learn more about the painful heat of the stove from touching it than you did from hearing their admonishments to stay away from it. Sometimes we only learn the value of something, including our health, our money, our relationships, and opportunity by losing it. That's cold-blooded. I know it punched me in the stomach too, so I'm going to say it again. There are times when we only learn the value of something, including our health, our financial stability, people got places in our lives, and opportunities. We only learn the value of those things after we've lost them. The Living Bible Translation of Psalms 119, verses 71 through 72 says it like this. It was the best thing that could have happened to me, for it taught me to pay attention to your laws. Amen? The fourth way God uses problems to help us. God uses problems to protect us. A problem can be a blessing in disguise that prevents you from being harmed by something even more serious. I know of a person who was fired for refusing to do something unethical that his boss asked him to do. Now, trust me, his unemployment was a whole problem. His unemployment was a problem, but it ultimately saved him from being convicted and sent to prison a year later when his boss's actions were uncovered. Somebody cue the shout music and play the devil thought he had me, but I got away. Come on. I know we all have testimonies that end with Genesis 50 and 20. You intended it to harm me, but God meant it for my good. The fifth and final way that I would like to submit to you, God uses problems. God uses problems 
to perfect us. Problems, when responded to correctly, are character builders. I'm going to say that again. Problems, when responded to correctly, highlight, smiley face, underline, circle the word correctly, are character builders. Why? Because God is far, far more interested in your character than your comfort. That one kind of stung a little bit too, so I'll say it again. God is far more interested in your character than he is about how comfortable you are. Check this out. Our relationship to and with God and our character are the only two things we'll be taking with us into eternity. I'll say it again. Your relationship to and with the holy God and your character are the only two things you'll be taking with you into eternity. Not that tennis bracelet, not that antique pot set. None of that is going with you when you meet God face to face. The only thing that you'll be armed with is your relationship to and with him and the character you lived while you were down here on earth. So God uses problems to perfect us. We've often heard Tanya and Dion recounting how they hysterically rejoice when they run into problems. And I assume that, like most people, me, myself, initially, was weirded out a little bit by that. And y'all can be super spiritual and act like the first time you heard them laughing hysterically that, that y'all didn't know which way to go. But I assure you, I didn't know if they needed a straight jacket, a praise team, a cloth because they were going to fall out. I didn't know what was happening. But as I uh, begin, sure no, no, Siri, no, this is not for you. As as I begin to to really settle with what they were trying to teach, even me, I realized they were living out Romans, the fifth chapter, verses three to four, when it says, we can rejoice when we run into problems. They help us to learn to be patient. And patience develops strength of character in us and helps us to trust God more each time we use it until finally our hope and our faith are strong and steady. I'm going to read that again, and I want you to take a moment to breathe it in. Don't just take it in. Breathe it in. Romans, the fifth chapter, verses three through four, the Living Bible Translation says, we can rejoice when we run into problems. Help us learn to be patient, and patience develops strength of character in us and helps us trust God each time we use it until finally our hope and our faith are strong and steady. Here's the point of it all, and the main message I'm hoping to leave with you today. God is at work in your life, even when you don't recognize it or understand it. God is at work. As the seasoned saints of old used to say, when it would come to things beyond their current comprehension, they would give it to God and say, we'll understand it better by and by. Declare Victory, it has been a sheer pleasure, a gift to spend this time with you this morning. I'm going to give you all an opportunity to take yourselves off of me and say good morning if you missed the opportunity to do so earlier as we're coming into Love, Life, and Victory. Um, 
in case there's at least one or two people still left on the line, if there are any men that are on the call that did not get a chance to say good morning, can we yield the floor to the men folks first? Gentlemen, if you'd like to say good morning, the virtual floor is yours. Hey, good morning. This is JR. Excellent, excellent. Hi, Excellent, 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 excellent. Thank you. Have a great day, JR. Any other guys want to say good morning? Yeah, good morning. This is Marv. I enjoyed your declaration this morning. Good morning, Marv. Thank you so much. Have an amazing day. Good morning, Ms. Marina. Well, this is Ms. B. Good morning. How are you, Ms. Barbara? Hugs. I'm doing okay, sweetie. Thank you. Y'all keep praying for us. We hanging in here. I promise you. I promise you we won't stop. I promise. At this Great time, are there any new callers? Thank you. Are there any new callers? This is your first time calling in to declare victory. You didn't get a chance this morning to say good morning. We want to make space for you to do so now. New callers? Good morning, Sabrina. This is Rob. I enjoyed you this morning thoroughly. Your words were insightful and powerful, and I do appreciate you so much. Good morning, my love. Thank you so much for your support. I appreciate you. Traveling Grace, as you're on your way home. Any other all right, with that being said, Victorville, the virtual floor is open. Good morning. Good morning, Bree Breeze, pretty Patrice. Excellent declaration. Good morning. Thank you. All right, everybody. My first patient hey, is scheduled at 8 a.m. Hey, good morning. The virtual morning. Open. We're in love, life, and victory. If anybody have any questions or reflections, I'm here for it. Well, it's Krishanda. I just want to say good morning and amazing, morning. amazing ah, declaration. So glad you spoke. Amazing. God bless you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Have a great day on purpose. Good morning. This is good Natasha. Morning. I'm smiling from ear to ear, and I just want to say thank you for sharing your sound in this capacity with us today. I love you. Thank you. I love you. Thank you so much. She twisted my arm, y'all. Good morning, Breezy. Good Excellent. morning, baby. <laughs> Excellent share. The hindsight. The hindsight on purpose. Wonderful, wonderful. I, I'm going to have to listen again because there were so many points and places that I could sit and, 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 and work on that and think about that and, and look at it um, from the way that God is using it. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. I love you. I love you. Hey, Vanna. What's up, Sister Doctor? Hi, my sister doctor. I'm so excited. Girl, I didn't clean the school. Bump. The baby's gonna be like, (laughs) she must have had her therapy. Thank you for that. Listen, thank you for that free session this morning. (laughs) 
You're welcome. I appreciate you. Your humor. Girl, my bonnet, yeah, it would have been shook had I had it on. But when you talked about Lazarus, that story, it's so much to what you said about hindsight and also the critic thing. I mean, it was amazing because if we're not careful, we will sabotage ourselves with stuff, right? Say things we shouldn't say and um, can't take back. So, So for me this morning, what I got from my good therapy session is that I'm grateful that I've learned to be quiet and be, when I say that, I know y'all probably like, she talk a lot, but no, no, no. What I'm saying is I'm slower to speak now when it comes to conflict so that I'm not dealing with, oh, I should have, would have, could have, that rear view mirror. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm not doing that. I'm moving forward, and that's why I really do mirror ministry because I know we are flawed, and I know we make mistakes, and I know this thing called life is ugly. And I was rolling, too, when you talk about you had no business. I, I was talking to me, had that three-hour that you were late to wedding. I'm talking about my first marriage. Had no business, uh-huh. but my friend was like, you knew he was cuckoo before you said I do and have three kids. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I mad at? <laughs> my daddy cried the yes. whole day. So if my daddy oh, no. right, pops was like boo-hooing. So I just oh, love no. you, sister doctor. I love you. And y'all better get some, some Dr. Bree. I'm telling you, she's amazing. And then when my brother got on the phone, okay, let me go, because I'm getting real messy. I love you. Love you, sister. <laughs> I love you, too. I think that's one of the things that I wish that we can all sit with and free ourselves from that anchor of self-criticism. Sitting with the shoulda, woulda, and coulda has kept many of us from launching out into the deep because we're anchored by things that we cannot change. And it's not other people holding us back. It's ourselves. Thank you for that, Grace. I love you. Good morning. This is Tanya. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. You go first. I'll go after you, whoever that was. It was me. I just want to say good morning, Sabrina. It's Rochelle. Good morning. Was absolutely sitting there eating my popcorn, and then I turned into Bugs Bunny, and my ears went low, and tears in my eyes, and I was just like, Oh, "Oh, okay. This (laughs) is over for me. Oh, my God. But the purpose and, and what you talked about was so amazing. Great, great, great declaration. It, I mean, I have so many notes. I was just like, oh, my God, I got to go back there. I got to do this again. I got to go. I got to do what? Okay. But it's good teaching, good learning, and it's it's to make us hold and, and, and complete and understand what our purpose is. So, great share, and thank you, thank you, thank you for voicing on this platform, honey. Well needed. Love you. Thank you so much. Love you too. Thank you for for having for having me and for creating space and for always being so very encouraging. I appreciate you. Um, if you all could do me a favor, if you're not speaking, can you still make sure that your phone is on mute? We want to make sure that um, the continuity of the call is clear. I think Tanya, Grace. I think I heard you. Yes, Grace. Good morning. I am so delighted. I am so delighted that I got on the call this morning. Like when I heard your name, my mouth dropped about mm, <laughs> two and a half inches. I was like, "The Brit, I really, I great Oh, listen. As I straightened my bonnet, um, yes. As I straightened my bonnet, um, I mean. <laughs> 
You know what? You ain't going to start laughing because I'm over here in the background. Fitting. <laughs> now, now, listen, listen, listen. Rob don't know how silly we are. He hasn't figured it out yet. I'm so sorry. I'm so, I apologize, everyone. That was the Tammy and me, but my name is Tanya, not Tanya. Listen, I still remember us being on Kualami. No, 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 on Phoenix Circle. Mm-hmm. Phoenix Circle. Dion started this laughing foolishness. I wish I had taken a picture of Sabrina's face when we started busting out laughing. I think we started laughing about five. Dion, I it was about five, and I wanted to fight y'all. I wanted to fight <laughs> But I'm so glad you shared that scripture, though, today. I have tears. Let me, when I tell you I have real tears in my eyes. Guys, I want you to picture us at a restaurant. <laughs> at a restaurant. <laughs> you bet he's oh You bet he's Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to go on mute because I'm not even making any sense right now. I mean, to us, I am, but y'all don't get it. Y'all don't get it. But, okay, it was it was amazing. Your share literally was amazing. I was in stitches, and I was on the edge of my bed um, a couple of times. I was tempted to actually sit up, but I did. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going by. Okay, so you know I got to say something on the heels of that goofiness. So we, you know, we've texted 112 times. Mm-hmm. So it took nine years. Yes. And the crazy part is, when I looked at the schedule to make the flyers, I had to take time to say, "Hey, my Sabrina." <laughs> like, who, who is Sabrina? I was so confused. I said, "You got her to say yes." Oh, child, the world is about to shift on its its axis. Everything in the heavens have yielded to the sound of who we used to call Vanna because she's so gracious, because she's always so full of grace and poise when she delivers information. Listen, your share was who you are. It was phenomenal. It was not just sound, but it was fully engulfing, engaging, enlightening, and enriching. And I'm so honored to call you my sister. That's it. Thank you, I love you. Natasha did a good old-fashioned therapy uh, tool intervention on me. She called me early in the morning. First of all, she called me vulnerable. And she said, do you want to do this or that? She only gave me two choices. (laughs) And they were dates. And I was like, oh, what, huh? (laughs) <laughs> well, if I got to pick one, I'm going to pick this one. She left me She's zero. She's a wise woman. She's a wise yeah. woman. She got that her from Sheree. She got that. She that yeah. was it was the smooth it was the smooth bully tactic. She's just yeah. she yeah. just morphed it. I, listen, yeah. I, if you were right here with me right now, Natasha, I would give you a high five. That was that was pretty dope. <laughs> that was pretty dope. If she don't do nothing That's how else, she did me. She teaches us how to bulldog because every now and mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. you can't do that little poodle move. You gotta go and I think and she might have even called me from a different number. So I got to call her no. all the way around is what happened. Brilliant. She's a general. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> bosses will be bosses, man. Yes, yes. Thank you. I love you guys. Nine years in the making. Here we go. Here we go. Anybody else? Any 
I love to kind of sit with whether or not God is actually using a current problem to pull some things out of you. Nothing, I honestly believe nothing happens by happenstance. Everything is purposeful. It's not personal. It's purposeful. Even um, sicknesses, illnesses, conditions. If we look for God, we can find him. If we look for a lesson, we can find him. And that doesn't mean we don't ask for prayer. We don't ask for strength. We don't ask for help with endurance. But it means that we recognize that we are not victims and that God has a purpose and a plan. Is there anybody who can honestly say, I'm going through this now? And I, I see God. Hey, Sabrina, you know for sure. I'll say I'm on a real rodeo ride. So, yes, me. Okay. Are you looking for him? If I can ask, like, are you looking? I, I think, too, like, that's the key to um, us coming out on the other side of through faster is when we yield to the process. And oftentimes we say yield to, what does yielding to the process mean? It does not mean allowing that thing to throw you all over like you riding a bull, <laughs> right? It does not mean you get whiplash from your problem. Yielding to the process means I surrender what to what you are trying to teach me. Mm -hmm. hey, and, and I will allow you to get the glory. Hey, Krishanda. After Krishanda. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh, no, please go ahead, please. Was somebody else? I think it was Rochelle. Was you still, Rochelle, were you still talking? Um, yeah, I was just saying, and just learning, you know, when they when they ride a bull, there's a lot of training and whatnot that has to be done, and they have to learn a strategy and a rhythm. And I think that's where I'm at. That when you say the yielding, that's the yielding part. To yeah. learn, learning um, for him to train me when to throw my hand up, when to feel the strokes, how to watch and feel the bull when it's moving, and what to do yes. in that instance. So yes, yes, yes. hallelujah. Yes, that's, hallelujah. That's, listen, yes, that was a good analogy. Rochelle, that's a revelation. That listen, Come I, I on. think I might do a whole declaration about bull riding. Because that uh, right there, because <laughs> li listen, listen, you got to learn how to fall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got to learn how to brace your neck. Yes. So it don't snap on you. Like we literally, we just came from the rodeo and it was amazing. They had to do eight seconds on the bull. And I think one person did eight seconds and the whirlwind that they went through in two seconds and three seconds, it was amazing. And I mean, they got slung and thrown. And they got up, dusted off their little chest, and walked off because they have been trained how to ride. Not the bull, but the wave of the bull. Uh, so it's got to preach. And if we add one more thing to that. Yeah. Uh, this is Tanya. If we add one more thing to that, when we're riding the virtual bull or this, this we're learning to ride the, the wave. The proverbial, yeah. We don't have to be afraid of the fall because we fall on grace and mercy. Yeah, we got a safety net. We have a safety net. Good. I hope that that blessed somebody as well as it blessed me. 
Amen. And one addition to the... One more Hold on, one second. One okay, more one more thing on the bull ride and then Krishanda. Okay. Um, at that, the bull has to... What has to happen to cause the bull to buck? Oh. Oh. It's a creative <laughs> situation. Um, and and beyond whoever's going to teach on that can get all of that. But what causes the bull to buck is, is a created situation. I need somebody to teach that tomorrow. Mm. Okay. Krishana, right. come on, save us before good. we go into it. It was good. Krishana, come on. Look, I don't have anything after that. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to go sit down somewhere. I'm back and forth on my couch with that. <laughs> but oh, um, I, 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 I don't know. I just, I'm so glad that, again that you are speak, speaking. That you're that this is the first of many, and um, everything about your declaration. It, there's something about. Um, graduation, the maturity for us, um, and and you know, and digging into purpose in this way and foresight. Um, there's something about maturing that this is about maturity um, in our walk, um, facing the the various stages, the various situations, and understanding that it's just going to draw us nearer to God and closer to our purpose. God bless you. I'm just gonna go rock. A rock. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think when when I was doing this, uh, preparing for today, and I came across the scripture, and I've been a church kid all my life. Um, Daddy was a pastor, married into ministry. Um, so I've heard a good amount of sermons. But when I came to the scripture this time, and it talks about Jesus learning, Jesus himself learning obedience by the things he suffered. It's like, well, listen, if Jesus is learning obedience, clearly there's work for me to do. And it, it's not all happening to me. Some of this stuff is happening for me. Anybody else? Anything hey, yes, Grace. Yes. This is an OG. <laughs> I'm sorry, you know what that means. <laughs> anyway. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, let me stop laughing. That's Tanya and Dion's fault, silly, silly goofies. <laughs> Philly geeses, but uh, <laughs> oh, you said currently. So for me, I'm learning my purpose. Like as far as dealing with life happening and other people's stuff, because y'all know I used to let everybody else stuff consume me, migraines and trying to fix it and running here and running there and being just life support for people that I, I'm not God, I'm not Jesus. But what I'm learning is that if we move out of order, and I this is what I, this is a pet peeve for me. Everything ain't my assignment, so mm-hmm. I, I get a little when people say, "Holy Spirit, no, stop blaming everything on Holy Spirit." Sometimes it be us. Sometimes we get in our own way, our own feelings, and we try to do stuff that God didn't tell us to do, or we say Absolutely. things that God didn't tell us to say. So I'm learning to, and I, when I say I'm, I'm serious, even my mother the other day, she's like, "What are you going through?" Because you, I have to put on this uh, protection to, to save my soul, to keep my mind at peace, so that I'm not letting everybody else's stuff drain me. 
and take mm-hmm. it on. And y'all know grief is so big for me, but I've learned, I've learned, I've learned. I even understand now my purpose, the early retirement force in 2015 and then all the loved ones that I've lost. But I'm mm-hmm. watching God say, that's because you are here for it. I, I'm, I built you for it so that you, mm-hmm. you can be there to support, right? Not take it on because it's not yours, but just be light and be love and, and just, just not um, get so consumed with everybody's stuff. And again, everybody ain't my assignment, and I'm not everybody's that's assignment. True. But what I do love about the OGs is that we get it, and we don't, we don't try to do that, if that makes sense. So I'm so grateful that you were bullied into this this share this morning and I, I ain't answering no phone calls and I ain't getting no <laughs> okay, bye. that's the safest way that's the safest way <laughs> she's going to have to catch me with a pigeon you a carrier you know pigeon next time around for the record, for the record I did general. not bully her for the record anybody who knows me knows I am not a bully <laughs> y'all got me cracking up over here there was no bullying involved maybe some it gentle nudging it was sweet. <laughs> Thank you. It was sweet. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I am over here pacing my my living room floor that I haven't seen in months, by the way. But I'm pacing on my living room floor, and what Shell said, followed by Simone, just a declaration and a declaration. That part, which you when you ask the question. Sabrina, about seeing God in the thing mm-hmm. that got me to walk in. Because mm-hmm. that part, that part, that's that's where I am. Like, mm-hmm. searching for the God. In it. And I know, because I believe the word. I know that there's something Jamila, in it for me. Jamila, come in here. Well, hold I on. Just say one second. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Who's looking for Jamila? But team, oh, no, please put your phone on me. You, I, I wish y'all could see her face like I could see it. She looks like a really bad kid right now. Go ahead. Listen, I'm looking out the window for Jamila. Sorry. My, my, that's okay. That's okay. My heart is racing, but it's just that part going through the process of being quiet and still and and having your ears attuned, not to mention putting on your full armor to go through the process of understanding what's in it, because I know that God is in it and there's something for me. I just don't know what it is yet, right? And so strapping up for the bull ride and learning how to go through the process and not let it put you down so that you, to what Dion said, so that you learn how to fall. You just gave so much and I'm so grateful for what you share because it gives me something that I can go back to and say and to look at and to get my mind right in terms of perspective on how I can see a thing so that I yeah. can walk through it and come through it stronger and come through it walking in what it is that God has for me, even though right now I don't see it. Mm-hmm. Even though right mm-hmm. now it feels really ugly and ucky, right? But knowing that it all joy. <laughs> so learning to go through that part and what you shared was just, it was a blessing. So I thank you for saying yes. <laughs> and I appreciate you. you very much. Thank you. I, I appreciate you too. While you were talking, I keep hearing that song um, that, that you, we used to sing it all the time in the church. When I see Jesus, amen. 
when I see the one who died for me, the one who set me free, it'll be amen. And I think that we, at least me, church culture has made it so that we anticipate seeing Jesus at the end. We don't realize that we, we can see Jesus every day. He's everywhere in everything. And so even in our problems, right? He says, lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the earth. So I don't care what I'm going through. If I see Jesus in what I'm going through, I'm not alone, right? So thank you that your share just blessed me. When I see Jesus, it'll be amen. Even in the middle of a problem, it'll be amen. Amen. Sabrina, this is pretty Patrice. I want to thank everybody who shared this morning because I can finally see Jesus. Yeah. I can finally, I can finally, I can finally see that everything that I've gone through was according to his plan and his purpose. And even in the pain, I see him. Even when it don't feel good, I see him. Mm -hmm. I know that I know that I know that I know that everything works together for the good of them that love him. Thank you, God, for the opportunity to know you, to share you with others, that my pain and my process is just so that I can grow grow and draw near to you. And and I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that I could... I can stand flat-footed and tell anybody what he's done for me. I, there was always some 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 trepidation, some shame mm-hmm. in what I've been through, but not today. And glory to God. You know, you Hallelujah. you just speak so eloquently every time I see you, every time I hear you. Um, I'm just so proud that God placed you in my path. So proud to know you and thank you so much for today. Thank God you. bless you, woman of God. God bless you too. You're my sister. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for all your generous support. Um if I could just take a few minutes. Wait, wait, wait. Um, if you're not Yeah. If I if I could just take a few minutes and share with you all a piece of my testimony that I have never share before as we talk about seeing Jesus. Um, a few years ago, three years ago, in fact, um, I, it was, I, I was in a space where um, I was living at, at my current house and my daughter came over, my only begotten child, came over and she sat on my couch. She was married. Um, she had had two children. She had my, my two grandchildren. My granddaughter wasn't even a year old. And she sat on the couch and cried and told me, she asked me, she told me her, her husband at the time told her he was no longer in love with her. He wanted, he met somebody on his job, fell in love with her. They was going to move on and have a family. And so she came and she said, mom, what do I do? 
And I looked at her with as much compassion as I could muster because I'm like, well, whose child is this? What do you mean? What do you do? I said, you come home. That's what you do. You never make a person tell you twice that they don't want you. You come home. And so that day, we started moving her stuff, and she came home, right? So fast forward, that was probably the worst. That was maybe April, I think. That was the worst few months. She cried and she suffered and she had to go through watching her husband move another woman into the house she shared with him. Uh, he was just acting the most of a fool. And I sat and I prayed and I prayed and I tried to comfort her. I tried to encourage her. Um, the, the foolishness spilled over. And so he started coming over to my house um, trying to act up. So much so I went out and got a gun, right? I went out and took me some lessons. And there were days where I actually sat in the front room with the blinds open with the gun in my lap, waiting for him to come. And I was still praying, but I wasn't, I hadn't seen Jesus yet. Um, fast forward in a few months, his mother came from New Orleans in July of that same year. And she came to see the granddaughter for her birthday. And she asked if they could if they could have the children for the week. And so um, we said yes. My daughter needed a break, and Lord knows I did too. I hadn't been in a house with two toddlers in over twenty something years. So yeah, they can go. Please take them. Um, she came with her daughter. While she and her daughter was here, the day before they were going to leave, her daughter suffered a psychotic break. Woke up in the early morning hours and stabbed everybody in that house, including her mother, who died on the scene, including her brother. She stabbed him three times in the neck. She stabbed herself in the stomach. The only two people in that house that she did not stab were the two grandbabies who were laying next to their paternal grandmother as she died. It was at that moment when I got that phone call that I saw Jesus and him leaving my daughter because that child stabbed every adult in that household and she was stabbing to kill. Had he not left my child, had he not broken her heart and sent her home, she would have been a victim in that too. It took months for me to see Jesus. So thank you, um, Pretty Patrice. Just your share reminded me of the testimony. We don't often know when the clarity of Jesus will show up, but I guarantee you, even in hardship, he's there. Good morning. Good morning. This is Prosperous. Who was that who was just sharing? That was me, Bravery. Sabrina, Sabrina, Sabrina. Okay, so <laughs> I apologize. Oh, I guess I was off mute. It's just... It, I have to share though when you were just saying what you said because I'm I apologize I came in towards mm -hmm. the end I was on but it's just I was in an emergency last night <laughs> so I'm still trying to come out of it God is good um, but when you said what you just said about your daughter mm -hmm. I don't know it, what what it was so profound because you told her to come home and I like that is just how our Lord is. Um, mm -hmm. 
I thought that was just so profound. I don't know if that was the point that you were making or not, but when she came and she was crying and she was like, he wants to leave me and you, oh my God, I just saw God all in that. I just, that is just so beautiful. And that was the Lord. And it just reminded me too, because you guys hear me asking for prayer. I'm in that point now where I'm just like, help, God, help, but I'm still going, right? I used to wait till something went down uh, years ago when I was younger and my earlier in my walk and I go to my, my mom be like, how come something has to happen for me to go to the Lord? And she, mm-hmm. she said, well, at least you know where to go. I always remember mm-hmm. she say that at least you know where to go. And I'm just thankful in my walk that I I'm walking with him now. Like it doesn't have to take any too much for me to uh, realize, Hey, I, I, <laughs> I need to do this walk with the Lord. So. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Yeah, that was absolutely my point. Even though my daughter couldn't see it at the time, God broke her heart to save her life. There was no way she could see Jesus in the heartbreak, but he broke her heart to save her life. And to save the baby's life. Good morning, Sunshine. Hi, Sunshine. Good morning. Good morning. Did you what? Did you have something you wanted to say, or are you just saying good morning to me? Just wanted to say good morning. Oh, and I can take this virtual hug. Thank you. Was someone else trying to speak? Hey, Sabrina. I heard Juanita, and then I heard a Hey, Sabrina. Glorious, Gloria. Hey, hi, Gloria. Oh, so can we go? Go ahead. Um, okay, go ahead. I'll wait on her. Okay, go ahead, Juanita. No, it's okay. I just actually, Sabrina, I was shocked this morning just to hear your voice as well um, because I wasn't on when they gave who was going to be doing the declaration. But um, but thank you for everything. I thank everyone that has shared, too, on this line, like Pretty Patrice said. It really, you know, it all comes together. Um, this morning you gave so many nuggets, but it was just um, – even just now what you shared, oh, just to be able to share something like that, um, I I thank God that um that your daughter, you know, was not there, but I pray for those people. I don't know who all survived, if any I know you said the mother didn't, but that was just tragic. But I thank God that the children um was not touched. And, you know, just God is good. Like you said, even in that, you might not be able to see um, where God was, but he he was there. He did it. Everything is just strategic. The way he does things, we don't realize when we're going through that it's for our good, that he's going to work it all out. You know, it seems like we're just going through the fire, but we're going to come out if we hold That's on. Right. You know, so I just thank God for you, and um, I love you. I didn't get a chance to say I love you, um, hug you on Sunday, but love you. I love you, too. Thank you. Good morning, Sabrina. I bless you. Good morning. Thank you so much for um, allowing us to hear the gifting and the, and the blessing and the anointing that's on you. Uh, my um, I'm just so so extra full. That song, mm-hmm. when I see Jesus, 
Mm. Then the next thing is amen. And I was, yeah. I was, you know, as I was reflecting on it, my response, as I see him in everything, mm. I'm able to say my soul, my spirit, my mind, my heart, and my body, my body, my desire yields and submits to him and says, amen, so be it, or whatever you say, God, I agree with you. So I appreciate you so much. Yeah, I had to check my bonnet and realize, oh, Lord, I'm in the pen it's crooked and I'm hot. <laughs> but I really appreciate you. And the part about um, learning how to fall and just what everybody said. But I remember the one time in my life I went skiing and I tried to join the little ski class. And I just couldn't mm-hmm. get it. So what I did was went on off to the side and I learned how to fall because I kept crashing into, into the little hut. But I taught myself how to fall without getting hurt because I was not yes. coming off the course. So I appreciate yes. you so much. God bless you. I love you. I'm going back on you. Thank you so much. Yeah, there's a skill to falling. There is a skill to falling. Anybody else? Sabrina, you know, this is funny. I'm just going to say um, that some of that song, you know, it's that song that you sang um, when I see Jesus. Part of that song, he said, I'm learning how to suffer. I'm mm-hmm. learning how to live yes. right. So that's a, it's a beautiful song. Yes. I'm really mm-hmm. hoping that, uh, that Tanya or Deanna is going to take a, take, a, take a note of that before we leave, just to plant that out there. Who said Brie Brie? Ray. Yes. How are you? I'm doing good wonderful. Morning. How are you? Good. Good. This is so good to hear your voice. Oh my Thank God. You could have you could have came on here and talked about rainbows and all of those been beating from ear to ear. Um, I don't even care. I was texting Tanya, I was like, Blue voice is just so soothing. She just you just talk about anything and just the people just be listening. Child, I just <laughs> This is just so good. This is just so good. Like everything is good. I mean, and it's it's been so long. Um, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I thought about you when I said when I acknowledged that I was the youngest of the original graces, and I said, "But you know, Raven is on my heel. On my Here heel. I'm, I'm right. I'm bending the block. Okay. Yes. Bending the block. Amen. But I just wanted to say that and just how. Um, you know, I think it's it's very common for us to to look for God in the hard places. Mm-hmm. Um but it's easier to find him in the, the soft places. Um because mm-hmm. there's not things that you have to swim and climb through. Um mm-hmm. it's it's easier to see him in those places. And so I find it that like it especially for myself, I can only speak for myself. But um there's been times where um, I'm looking to see God, but I negate the fact that I need to hear him first. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've, I've been learning um, in my, in my, in my uh, slow walk to 40 um, that it's, it's, it's very vital and it's very important to hear him so that I can see him. Um, and, and I think that the most inevitable part about it is that um, the word tells us that he that has an ear, let him hear, right? And mm-hmm. so... If I am if I am in position to hear God, um, then I know that the next stop I'll be able to see Him in my situation. Period. Now listen, you didn't talk, so I had to take a note. It's more common for us to look for God in hard places, 
but it's easier for us to see him in soft places. Wow. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yes. Hi, this is Judy. I just wanted to say, you know. Wait, wait, wait. Can you say your name again? I didn't hear you. It's easy. Can you hear me? I'm on my AirPods. Can you hear me? It's muffled a little bit. One more time, I promise you I'm here this time. Okay, how's that? Is that better? Much better. Thank you. Okay, hi. Good morning. It's Gigi. Hi, Gigi. Um, I just, hi. I I want to thank you for your word. Like, it just has been sitting with me, and I was like, I have to just share this because I think this might be the ding-dong moment that I've been waiting on. Like, it's just, you know, when you have a certain issue, a couple issues that just won't go away, you give them to God because, you know, you can can only, you can't, you can only control what you can control. You can't change things that's out of your control. And Mm -hmm. I I had a couple, I have a couple issues that just won't go away. You know, they just won't Mm -hmm. change. And it's, I think God is like keep keeping them in my face because this is where he wants me to sit at. And this is where mm-hmm. the transformation is going to come in these few issues mm-hmm. that I, I keep trying to just push to the side and they won't go away. Mm-hmm. And so I I think this can help me like um see what my purpose is. I, I'm getting the intuition or the Holy Spirit is telling me that my purpose is in this situation that I just mm-hmm. have not been able to shake. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to thank you for that because it's just so eye opener and I'm not going to try to mask it. I'm I'm going to start mm-hmm. changing some things, seeking God more, changing my routines and actually sitting in this situation to re- so God can reveal what it is he wants me to see. And that may help me with that. I love that. The energy that has been expended trying to escape the hard place, that same energy yeah. can be transforming energy, right? There's like either when we're in situations, there are only two possible outcomes. Either the situation will change or we will change. Mm-hmm. Both can't stay the same. If both stay the same, that equals stagnation. So if, the, if it's been some time and the situation hasn't changed, the only variable left is you, right? I didn't want to use today to tell my own personal um, testimony of purpose because you guys have heard it so many times, right? But the reality is, I would not be here today had it not been for probably one of what I would describe as one of the worst moments of my life, the worst periods. I say moments, but I'm talking about a time period. That thing shifted me, even to the extent I went back to school. I started pursuing my licensure. I moved into um, working in the field of psychology, all because of that one situation. Had that not happened, I would still probably be at the county pushing paper. So, sis, if the situation hasn't changed, you're the only variable left. It's time for you to change. God bless you. And thank you for speaking that out loud. Okay. Good morning, Sabrina. Okay. Good morning. So I think I heard two people. You you did. You heard me. So wait, real quick. Oh, right. That's, is, is that Minister Jerry? Who is that? Yes, ma'am. It is. Okay. So that'll be the last comment, and then I'll wrap it up because she has an 8 o'clock client. Go, go ahead. Go ahead, Jerry. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. No. I just wanted to um, – I'm – 
I mean, I'm learning how to just listen back in the back here. But uh, I have to say something on today. Uh, Sabrina, I met you uh, back in the kitchen. We were working together. Um, yeah. And it was such a, a moment. I thought about um, Mary and Martha. You talked about Lazarus on today. Mm -hmm. And I thought about you as uh, the woman that I seen you forthcoming. And I thank God that I saw you as Mary back then. But I see you, your purpose on today. Thank you for smushing us in on today for mm -hmm. us to get our purpose. You smushed us today. And it's a good it's a good smushing. We need this to keep pushing to purpose. That's all I have to say. Thank you for Thank allowing you. me to be Martha in your Mary world. Because Amen. you have really pushed the button on today. God bless you. Have a God bless day. you too. Thank you, Mama Terry. Every time I think about you, I think about walking into uh the cafe, the grind. And you recognizing me behind the mask and the hug you gave me. I assure you that hug is still carrying me today. I love you. All right, Grace. Amen, amen, amen. So so two things. The the very first thing that I wanna say, um, as you refer to working at the county pushing paper, um to watch you evolve um, and become um, everything I saw years and years ago, and not to any credit of, of what I see, but I see what I see every time I see it. We always make a, a little joke about how Sabrina could not stand me and would see me coming and turn around and walk the other way. Um, I, I want to give everyone uh, a challenge this morning. There are people that God will place in your life that refuse to allow you to settle, that make you extremely uncomfortable, that, that sometimes you can't really get the why don't I, I don't like her. <laughs> Can I tell you guys a secret? 99.99% of the time, that angst that you feel is the spirit of God alive coming from mediocre. There was nothing mediocre about her the day that I met her. To watch her evolve into who she is right now, um, and and it it is a testament to how important. And no, Raven, I will not shut up how important it is to have people around you that, number one, have the unmitigated gall to pray for you without ceasing, mm -hmm. have the nerve to accept even your chagrin as it relates to them and push past the emotion. You don't have time for feelings. Feelings will never get you to purpose. Sabrina was comfortable sitting in her regular. Sabrina was fine. Sabrina had, had tenure at her job, wasn't struggling for $5. All was well, or seemingly. I just want to remind each of us, there is more. There 
more. One more time for the Holy Ghost. There is more. Make sure that you have confrontational relationships around you. People that will confront you in your average. People that will not allow you to settle for your basic. People that will say to you the hard things that may piss you completely off. But at the end of the day, if you learn the heart of the person that's on your heels, Jamila, if you learn the heart of the people that are on your heels, Yolandra, right, as time goes on, there is a greater anointing. There's a greater level of understanding and there's a greater recourse of impact. But you have to be open to better. Give God permission to bless you outside of your little understanding. It is then that you see Jesus. So with that being said, I'll hand it to Sabrina. Um, and please, ma'am, please start no more questions, only because I want her to be well prepared for her appointment at 8 o'clock. We'll honor her time this morning. I'll let you close out, Brie. Go ahead. Thank you so much. This has been so insightful. It has blessed me, um, and I hope that it has blessed you all as well. As we get ready to go into our day, I am going to pray that you all will have an amazing day on purpose. And how do we do that? We make it our intention to see Jesus. I know we often end the call with the admonishment to be the Jesus that someone else may need to see. But today I'm going to give you permission to prioritize yourself and your sight and your sound. Today, be intentional about seeing Jesus. It is our prayer that God will take us safely from this place, but never from his presence. We will see you all in the morning. Have an amazing day. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Have a great day. Bless you, everyone. Bless you for your day. God bless. And I am telling you.